Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Founded on Christ podcast. Once again, uh, you have the option to send stuff in at foundedonchristpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, hopefully you take advantage of that. Uh, this week, I wanted to, once again, I had an, another previously recorded podcast that I wanted to include on this feed. It was important to me. And so once again, uh, hopefully uh, there is something else of value there for you. Uh, this week, I want to focus on a paradigm that I've had paradigm shift, which is really just a fancy way of saying of, uh, looking at something in a new way, but I've always loved that the, the dynamism of a paradigm of the word, but, uh, I'm going to Matthew chapter 14. And this is, this is where Christ feeds the you know, the 5,000, uh, miraculously, but afterwards he sends the 12 across the lake to the other side on a boat and he stays there to deal you know with the sending the multitude away and i'm going to pick up here in verse 24 it says but the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves for the wind was contrary which i think is important because every time i've ever seen or heard tell of this particular story they always portray it like a glassy sea but no the wind was moving this was crazy this was a storm essentially the wind was blowing against the ship verse 25 and in the fourth watch of the night jesus went unto them walking on the sea and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a spirit and they cried out for fear but straightway jesus spake unto them saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, Wherefore didst thou doubt? So this is this is really interesting to me. I was thinking about this. You have Peter, right? He's a fisherman. He knows the safest place to be if you have to be out on the lake. The safest place to be in a storm is inside the boat, right? And yet here, and I think it's interesting, at first they don't recognize that it's a savior. It's a little a little fearful, you know, they're not quite sure what to think of it, but then he recognizes or they recognize that it's the savior because he calls out to them. Hey, it's me. It's, it's Jesus. And it's interesting that Peter has the response of, Hey, Christ is walking on the water. He is the Messiah. He's all powerful. He can have me come to him. And he has this desire to walk out on the water. I thought that's very interesting. How many of us in this situation would have the audacity, you know, uh, to think that we could do the same thing, that we could come out to the Savior. I mean, it could have been, it would have been super easy in this situation for everyone to stay in the boat and just say, okay, come on in, you know, and wait for him to come over. But instead, he feels the call to leave the safety of the boat and to walk out on the water to the Savior. And it's interesting, it doesn't say it here, but when it talks, talks about him seeing the wind boisterous, I wonder if he looked back. 
and he saw the eleven in the boat. I wonder for a minute he, he wondered if he was crazy, if he was stupid <laughs> for for trying to do what he thought he was doing. I wonder if he thought he was taking, you know, if, if he was worried that he was being viewed as prideful for thinking that he could do what the Savior was doing. But yet Christ had said, come, follow me, you know, multiple times. And this was just another one of those instances where Christ was beckoning them to be more than what they were. And, you know, and once again, it doesn't say this, but I wonder if the 11 there on the boat, if they looked at Peter with a little bit of contemptuousness and with a little bit of, with pride in the other direction, think, look, he thinks he's so important. He's going to walk out on the water. <laughs> That's crazy, you know, but I'm going to ask who is right here. Who did the correct thing? I would say, from my perspective, they both did, right? They were both following whatever direct instruction, these both groups, I'm going to say, even though Peter is a group of one, were following the instruction that made the most sense to them. Those that were familiar with how the boat worked and operated, they trusted the boat, they were staying in the boat. Peter once again, familiar with all that, but feeling the call that he should do something above that, feeling the call to, to live higher, to, to do something, he went out on the water. And it's interesting here that when he starts to sink, the Savior asks him, why did you start to doubt? Meaning that I take that to mean that his ability to walk on that water was really more founded in himself, Right? As soon as he lost the faith, he started to sink. As, as long as he maintained that faith, he was walking on the water. And so and I wonder, for all of us, are we, do we have the opportunities to step outside of our comfort zones into higher states of living and being and following the Savior more directly? Will it defy some of our natural instincts? Will it defy some of our cultural or traditional instincts in the church? And then, and, and assuredly, there's going to be some that do. And it might even be that, you know, that ratio, one to 12, <laughs> might feel the call, right? And what does that scripture say? If you have desires, you are called to the work. If you feel it within you, you are called to do it. In this very situation, Peter felt he should follow Christ out on the water. So he was called to do that. And then I wonder, do we get so caught up in pointing to the other people and saying they're doing it wrong that we start to sink? I wonder those staying in the boat and safety, look around at those who feel that they're following Christ, you know, on a higher level, walking out on the water. Do they look at them and think that they've fallen? Do you look at them and say that they've lost their testimony? On the flip side, do those that walk out on the water look back to those in the boat and say that they are, they are being too safe, that they're not following the direction like they should? And I think in both situations, when we start to judge one another, that's when we start to lose the power in the situation. But if both people on both ends are following what they feel is instruction from the Lord on how they should act, who are we to judge? 
And I think we should all be on the lookout for ways that Christ will defy our expectations. Christ will defy our traditions, our, our cultural establishments, uh, the social mores <laughs> of our time, and ask us to do things that are uncomfortable. But it will be according to our own desires for those who are seeking for it. This is, in some ways, this is very much a realization of ask and receive here, right? Peter asked, and Christ said, come on out. And so hopefully all of us, we are, as we move closer to his coming, right? And we all want to be recognized by Savior by the Savior, by the bridegroom, when we reach the door, right? We want to make sure we're part of the group that knew him and are welcomed in, and not those who are sent away because they do not recognize him, right? That we are all paying attention, right, to the calls, the feelings inside of us, those solidified movements inside of us to do, say, or not do certain things, because that is the Savior calling us. Just as the Savior, by walking on the water, called Peter to him, he felt the desire he asked and he received, I would hope that we all do the same, right? And and once again, if this means that you need to stay in the boat during the storm for a time, that's fine. But don't judge those that go out. And once again, if you're being called out, you should not be judging those who decide to stay within the safety of the boat. I just give my my testimony that the surest place for us to be is wherever it is that Christ is leading us, right? And that is intrinsically tied to our agency, right? As much as we are willing to try and receive, we will get, right? And the right place for us to be is wherever we're willing to push ourselves to be. And with that, walk as children of the light. As it says in Ephesians, walk as children of the light. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.